Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey everybody out there, welcome back to Positively Wrestling Evolved. I'm Tim Kennard and my co-host with me as always is Steven Davidson. We're just two guys who don't know anything about women, but know a little bit about pro wrestling, talking about women's pro wrestling. Well, what a week it was, WrestleMania and everything involved. Steven, how are you holding up after just what 10 straight days of craziness i think i watched more wrestling in three days than most people watch in an entire lifetime and that that's including fans (laughs) um (laughs) um, but tim guess what what i have a visitor you have a visitor are you ready are you ready (gasps) she's back the evil is mine She's back finally. If, of course, those of you can't see this, but he's holding up uh, one of the new Alexa Bliss pops, the one with uh, Lily, the Walmart very, exclusive that came today. Very, very cool. I pre-ordered um, it, saw it on the shelf at Walmart yesterday. It was like WTF? Where's mine? And then I, <laughs> I got home and I got a shipping notice, and it came today. Awesome, awesome, very cool looking pop. I definitely want one two, of those. Two more, two more coming at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a good thing that uh, you have her there as a visitor because we don't know where she's at. No, and among other people, among other people, it's very, very, very crazy. We're gonna get to some of that uh, here in a little bit, but uh, first uh, we kick off the show always with our math-based wrestling. Uh, so Stephen's going to give us a rundown by the numbers of what happened this past week in women's wrestling. I'm no mathematician, but I've been doing some calculations. Okay, speak for yourself. All right, so, all right, in this jam-packed week, we had 50 women's wrestling matches, at least across uh, these promotions. We had 16 Stardom, 8 Mission Pro, 7 AEW, 6 Impact, 5 WWE, 5 NXT, 2 Ring of Honor, haven't said that in a while, and 1 NWA. Uh, Nothing from NXT UK on the women's front this week. Interesting. Um, For a total time of 6 hours, 32 32 minutes, and 28 seconds, believe it or not, that's only an increase of 2.3% from last week, despite all that wrestling. It was almost the same. Wow. Um, but that's, you know, we had a two-day stardom pay-per-view last week, which, yes. you know, the match average kind of back down to earth, dropping 24.3% from last week's 10 minutes and 10 seconds to the more typical seven minutes, 42 seconds. Um, Would have been longer but believe it or not this week stardom actually hurt the match average with the cinderella tourney with the cinderella tournament significantly yes the match average the longest match they had was 10 minutes wow and that was 16 matches and the longest match they had was 10 minutes um but we'll talk about that too so yeah um it was a lot of wrestling 
but it was so condensed into you know like three days that the rest of the week um was kind of normal yeah well yeah oh, interesting. Oh, sorry. the shortest oh. match shortest yes. match was on impact masha slamovich squashing abby jane in 47 seconds um <laughs> i'm not i'm not doing it i'm not saying it and then <laughs> the longest was wrestlemania saturday bianca belair regaining the raw women's championship from becky lynch in 19 minutes and 10 seconds so there you go excellent thank you for that math-based wrestling my friend now we have uh we're gonna have two segments yeah one that you uh you threw to us uh and challenged me with last week another three count this one we're going to be talking about our favorite uh, romance angles Mm -hmm. in wrestling and um at the very end, I want to throw in another tiny little segment. Okay. Just because of everything went down, and I just want to talk a little bit about it. That's why we're saving it till the end of the show. We're just going to talk about WrestleMania. Just all encompassing. Our, oh, oh, our favorite oh, oh, oh. moments, like our favorite moments, not like every match or nothing, but. Oh, okay. Just a little mini review because there was just so much great stuff that happened over yeah, the yeah, yeah, weekend yeah. and giving our thoughts on it. Uh, but since that won't be particularly women's focus we'll save that to the very end of the show so if you want to listen to that definitely stick around um but it won't be longer nothing nothing we're not going to drag it out too long we got enough to talk about (laughs) yes we do but let's kick off with the three count let's uh let's do it the three favorite romance angles and um kind of well i don't know if i'd say surprisingly but all mine are wwe are or are not are all right uh yes mine too ended up now i got a couple that might be in the honorable mention that would be outside of wwe but for the most part it seems that the most memorable at least Mm -hmm. uh romance angles typically come from wwe Mm -hmm. um since you threw down a challenge i guess i have to go first here and uh my first one coming in at number three is the in this angle you could technically say this might have been two angles that kind of got meshed into one in theory um but it's the the triangle between matt lee and edge okay that was a real life thing that then played out on screen yes um, but uh for those who may not be familiar obviously matt and lita uh were in a relationship uh she was kind of the uh the valet the third member of team extreme with matt and jeff real life relationship yes and a real life relationship between her and matt and then uh you know the hardys and edge and christian synonymous with like the tlc matches they were having a lot of matches against each other in feuds so they were and they were all friends so they were you know riding up and down uh the roads together and then lita and edge kind of entangled themselves in real life matt Matt, got hurt matt got hurt uh then subsequently gets released and uh the news breaks about you know the whole cheating and all that stuff comes around and it's a really hot topic and then all out of nowhere Matt's back on WWE television 
and they, you know, mixed realism with the show. And we got one, I mean, it was a very fiery feud. It wasn't as long as I thought they were going to do it. They didn't really drag no. it out. It was very quick. It wasn't particularly competitive either. Yeah. Um, but that just because of how they, you know, that real life into the story, um, it was just compelling. And yeah. it, was, you know, you, it really made you, you wanted Matt Hardy mm-hmm. to, to just beat the trash out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And they didn't treat it like a main event level no program i mean they had a steel cage match and on that pay-per-view it went on like second or something like that um yeah so it it was definitely intriguing when matt came back man uh what a reaction he got and and i mean it caused a stir through the fandom like we wanted it to happen but did we really think it would probably not yeah but uh there it was um yeah yeah, good choice. Crazy stuff. For sure. All right. My number three, also a triangle. I think most of these are probably going to be triangles. Um, I don't know how you do a wrestling, a romance-based wrestling angle if it's not some sort of triangle. Um, but this one, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, and Kurt Angle. <laughs> this was pure entertainment. Kurt just bumbling around not really knowing what he's doing, but finding himself attracted to Stephanie, basically, you know, the boss, mm-hmm. um, at least the boss's daughter, but she definitely had power even at that time. Uh, Triple H was the champion. And um, <laughs> just the, the, when he, when he kissed her, when she's laying on the couch after being knocked out or whatever it was. Yeah. Whatever. I can't remember what it was, but it was like, she was knocked out or, passed out or something and he and, leans down to <laughs> yeah and she embraces it yeah she she goes with it uh, um and what was really interesting is they were both intended to all three of them were intended to be heels at the time so this was a thing going on with three heels but you couldn't help but like cheer for kurt like he was just so endearing through the whole thing uh and it's horrible because like you know stephanie was married to <laughs> and you're yeah. like cheering for the other guy but i mean that's just kind of how kurt was like you always wanted to root for kurt um uh and, and it, it might have been higher if it had finished a little better like they had their match at the rumble and it was just such a weird conclusion where triple h is beating the crap out of kurt angle and he demands stephanie get in the ring and then says choose right now and she like kicks Kurt or something, and then he pedigrees him and wins, and that's the end of it. It just the, the ending of the whole thing fell kind of flat. Yeah, uh, but getting there was a blast. Agreed. It was so funny, so funny. Yeah, loved every second of it. Um, number two for me uh, is again, I should say a lot of triangles here. Mm-hmm. Um, although my number one is not a triangle. Oh, okay. Um, but uh hogan savage liz okay and and everything that you know from wrestlemania was it four to five yeah um and savage and again a little bit of real life kind of bleeding into the story if what people have said is true 
with all the stories uh, from different wrestlers and stuff, you know, Savage was very, very protective of Liz in real life. Um, was easily jealous. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it, it, this real, and, and back then again, you know, there's no internet, there's no, Oh no. Behind the scenes. So you just see what's on screen and, you know, as young as I was, I mean, it just had me hook, line and sinker. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, what's going on? And then I was torn because it's like Hogan's my guy and Liz is so awesome. Hogan and Liz, I'm, I might be pulling for that because Savage is kind of being a douchebag, <laughs> you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. It really, t- it was that, that just the epitome of that soap opera wrestling. It was just, mm-hmm. oh, it just gripped you. And again, you're so invested in and how it played out in over the course of a year was amazing the yeah. way that and they the... oh go ahead go ahead uh, and and just the little things that they did the little glances savage would throw and then they mm-hmm. wouldn't reference it they wouldn't acknowledge it out loud you had to be paying attention um and it, it was it was subtle for a long time it built very organically mm-hmm. until we got to the main event on uh february 3rd 1989 and uh that's when it all fell apart and um i even then i was starting to figure it out because i was 10 years old and my best friend at the time his name was josh i lived in illinois at this time um i told him i don't know because we had the main event the year before hogan andre on nbc and i i expected them to do another one so i told him in like january i said I bet they do another main event and I bet it's mega powers versus twin towers. And I bet Hogan and Savage split. And that's exactly what I was 10 years old. Wow. And that is exactly what happened. I would run every time I would go to a bookstore once a week to look at all the new wrestling magazines. And I would also flip through TV guy to see if there was a, uh, an ad for a Saturday night's main event or a main event. And there it was that half page ad for the main event mega powers versus twin towers i'm like yeah boom (laughs) Um, yeah yeah so good times definitely yeah yeah uh yeah absolutely absolutely awesome choice um awesome (laughs) all right so for me number two um i'm not gonna i'm not i'll let you decide if this is a kayfabe comment or not okay I dig crazy chicks. Mm. My number two, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, AJ Lee. This was a triangle, but it was a different kind of triangle. It wasn't two guys fighting over a girl. It was one girl trying to get two guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she was with Daniel Bryan, but he didn't really, he was the biggest jerk of a guy like he's the worst kind of boyfriend in this storyline he didn't care about her they were technically a couple but he couldn't have cared less he was horrible and then you had cm punk who was the face who just wasn't interested in oaj lee even though he eventually ended up married yeah um (laughs) yeah um and it was such a different dynamic from what you usually see in any sort of romance storyline but even outside of wrestling you don't really see that sort of thing and i liked that it was fresh and it was different and they were my three favorite performers in wrestling at the time. So it was kind of hard to top, uh, yeah. got great matches out of it, got great 
um, characterizations out of it, got great promos out of it, unpredictable twists, that awesome uh, match at Money in the Bank for the title where she was a special guest referee. Yep. Um, yeah, so I loved every second of CM Punk, AJ Lee, and Daniel Bryan. Uh, I agree. That is a fantastic choice. Number two, it's in my honorable mentions. It would have been okay. in my honorable mentions. I, I did love, 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 love that storyline again, because three of my favorites mm-hmm. boom right there. Um, and yeah, I mean, kayfabe or no, I dig crazy chicks. That's for, and I dig AJ Lee, man. Oh I'm yeah. Huge crush yeah. on her at the time. Oh gosh. Um, yeah. Again, I flew to new Orleans just to meet her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, wonderful choice at number two. Wonderful choice. Now, before we get to our number ones, I figure we'll do the honorable mentions before the big reveal of number ones instead. Okay. Um, I don't have any honorable oh, mentions, okay. but cool. Uh well, one uh well okay, I've got two real quick ones. Uh one outside of WWE, which is the uh Tommy Dreamer, uh Raven and um Beulah. Beulah. That that storyline I thought was it's one of my favorites from ECW mm-hmm. back in the day. I really like that. And the other one, and, and I, again, why this is an honorable mention is because I absolutely adore the final chapter of this. But it's I don't know if it really fits the mold. But it's the story where we were being led to believe that there might be some romance going on between Chuck and Billy. Oh yeah which ends in the wedding segment with one of the greatest reveals ever yeah. with Bischoff. Yeah. Tearing off the prosthetics. And did anybody say three minutes? Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Amazing. Love that. But that, those are my honorable mentions in that. Um, you don't have any other ones that didn't make No, not really. To call out? My, my three were pretty solid. Yeah. Okay. Um, number one for me, not a triangle is the initial um, unwanted courtship that actually ended up with them together in Triple H and Stephanie. Oh, yeah. The DX angle uh, where he marries her while she's unconscious. <laughs> I mean, not, yeah. not a lot of great things thematically in here when in retrospect. Right. Um, but. Uh, well, but the story, looking back on it, is that she was in on it. Yes, and that and that's true because at yeah. the end it's revealed that she's in on it, she's really with him, uh, and they got one over on McMahon. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it was I was so entertained by this during the Attitude Era. It was one of my favorite angles they had going. Yeah, um, I had a huge crush on Stephanie then, still do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, so I know if she, the more TV time she was getting, I was all for it. So right, but I, I really, really enjoyed that angle. Um, and again, some of the vignette segments we got, like the going to the chapel, uh, that was just insane. The, uh, the bachelorette part of that's the bachelorette party (laughs) and everything. Yeah. Just, I just loved it all. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge chapter in wrestling history too. Yeah. Um, And it led to the eventual power couple in mm -hmm. real life. Right. Uh, which was, you know, Stephanie and triple h paul of yeah yeah what if they hadn't done that angle mm. what would wrestling be like today what better if, worse i don't know but different because if they hadn't had that angle together then maybe they don't end up in a relationship mm-hmm. they don't get to know each other that well and yeah 
And that's, tri- Triple H doesn't, you know, become the influencer that he is mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Yeah. Who knows? She marries somebody else, you know, Farouk. <laughs> but it's got to be Gladiator Farouk. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, what's your number one, my friend? Oh, wait, now I'm picturing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing like these backstage, these backstage pre-records where, where like it's Stephanie's locker room or dressing room, and Farouk walks out and just goes, "Damn, damn!" <laughs> <Walks away. laughs> um, okay, so my number one, dude, of course, the Mega Powers and Elizabeth. It's Hogan, yes. Savage, and Elizabeth. Number Come one, on. like th- these were, this was the angle that really cemented me as a wrestling fan. I was watching wrestling, but this hooked me forever. And, you know, the things we already said about it. Uh, plus, it was long-term storytelling. Um, I, you know, people say they don't do long-term storytelling anymore. They do, but we tire of it quickly. And we get to say, oh, this again, oh, this again. And I think it's more again. of a, pro- it's a problem of the format now. Because yeah, back I was then, about to say. Mm-hmm. you know, it was four pay-per-views, right, and a and, weekly show, and yep. it it didn't always permeate every week. You know, there right. wasn't always something there for it. Right. Um, whereas now, you got five hours of of network TV plus mm-hmm. a monthly special or more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's hard to yep. go a year with a story because again it burns out yeah yep it does um and they put them in the ring together all the time against each other mm-hmm. well, they're in a tag match this week oh this week it's a six person tag oh now it's a championship contenders match like oh my god um so yeah it's it's a lot harder but back then it worked perfectly and uh it i mean it was the centerpiece of wrestling for a year this whole story and you just didn't know I mean, you knew probably that Hogan was ultimately going to come out on top. They were going to split. Hogan was going to come out on top. But how were we going to get there? What was Elizabeth going to do? Yeah. Um, is she going to turn heel? If Savage turns heel, is she going to go with Hogan? What's going to happen? Um, so it was all very exciting. And um, it, was, it was fun to see Savage as the face because he was a heel for the longest time leading up to his, his uh, feud with the Honky Tonk Man which is what brought Hogan and Savage together. And so seeing Savage as a top face after he'd been a top heel for so long, side by side with Hogan, and then surpassing Hogan and becoming the champion when Hogan wasn't the champion. That was craziness. We couldn't imagine WWF without Hogan as champion, but here it was. And we were, we were uh, about to say we were digging it. Dig it. Um, yeah. Uh, and we were. So yeah, that was storytelling perfection. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I kind of figured that might, I knew it was going to be on your list. Yeah. I didn't know if it'd be number one, but yeah, obvious for all the reasons we both already said, amazing, amazing. Gripped us at a very young age. Yeah. Again, that, that Summer, SummerSlam 88 drop kicked me into puberty. <laughs> and you prophesied it would happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, awesome. Awesome. Three count, my friend. Let's jump into the show. Uh, kick off with some uh, Rampage, basically, and that's Jamie Hayter and Akaru Shida advancing. Well, just AEW in general. Yeah, AEW in general. Yeah. 
Um, of course, Tony Storm had already advanced after her debut mm-hmm. the previous week, and then Jamie Hader on Rampage and Hikaru Shida on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, anything you want to call out in these matches? Um, no huge surprises. No, really. I, um, I didn't think the. I mean, we had um, Jamie Hader against Sky Blue, and you know that was good. There was no way Sky Blue was going to win just based on. The, the recent booking between the two but it, it was it was a fun match to watch but again they're they're giving us these they're, they're not like why is abaddon just always on dark and dark elevation and yeah. now they're giving us those types of matches on their main shows too uh, i would have to get into this tournament i would have expected a, something a little less predictable yeah I, Unless they're saving that for the tournament itself, maybe. Maybe, maybe that's why they're having qualifiers. Yeah, it's possible. Um, I liked Hikaru Shida and Julia Hart. I was mm-hmm. actually, I thought Julia Hart um, really showed uh, some growth in yeah. this match. Based on the last time I saw her in the ring, it's like, okay, she's getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. I like this, mm-hmm. and you know, they're and she sends away. Um, uh, the, the varsity blondes, blondes. I had blondes. I couldn't come up with yeah. varsity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of getting the independence, but I think this is also part of a long, slow turn for her to go to the house of black. Yeah. Based on teases that have happened. Yeah. Uh, and the way she's been acting. So, but, uh, yeah. I look so forward- why, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you go to the guy who blinded you? Yeah. Why not? Uh, yeah. You know, I- However, they're going to spin that. Uh, but I like her getting featured more. I think she's a bright young talent um, mm-hmm. who's definitely got, I mean, many years ahead of her. Yeah. Uh, but, but Sheeta looked really great in this match as well. And we got the standoff with Deeb at the end mm-hmm. between the, the, the chair and the kendo stick. Obviously, they're headed for another showdown. It will probably take place in the tournament. Um, that happened before, right? They had a, a match in the, in the I think tournament. so. Yeah. I think so. Um, yeah, and Sheeta eliminated Serena. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we have uh, tonight on Rampage, another qualifier going on, Red Velvet versus Willow Nightingale. Yeah. And they and they actually gave some, I, I, I was impressed because they actually hyped up Willow in the little promo for this. Yeah. I'm wondering Calling if it's going to be her, say, different. Yeah. Different because now, you know, they've used her in Ring of Honor last mm-hmm. weekend we'll talk about that in a second um and, you know that wasn't a squash and so now they've kind of they're, they're in a position where before ring of honor before tony Khan bought ring of honor willow was treated like a jobber and now she's like part of ring of honor and doesn't want to treat her like a jobber so no <laughs> so it's just kind of weird thing exactly what i've been talking about like what if you hire these women mm-hmm um and you've been treating them like jobbers for weeks on dark where they lose in a minute and now suddenly you want us to believe that they're not jobbers. Like, what do you do? And so that's kind of the spot that they're in. I, and I don't, I mean, he hasn't signed her as far as I know, um, but he treated her very seriously in the booking last weekend against Mercedes. And so mm-hmm. you can't go from that to just jobbing in 60 seconds on dark. Again. Yeah. So, so if nothing else, I'm not saying she has to win. Right. But and I don't think she will make it competitive, make, right. give her a good showing basically. Yeah. Um, and should be, I mean, I like red velvet. 
and and love Willow. Yeah, I like so Red Velvet. I think mm-hmm. this could be a good match. Just she got her music back. Oh, really? They, they changed her music for like a week, and oh. now like, it's it, <laughs> now it's back. Stir it up, stir it up, stir it up, stir it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's move on to some impact uh, to talk about. Rosemary earning a shot at Tasha Steeles. I know you're excited about this. I am. I am. Now I know Rosemary's not going to come out with the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just you know, be, there's really no build to it. This is obviously right. just to have a good opponent for Tasha to help her build on her credibility, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. Um, and Rosemary's a good person for that. Yep. Um, yeah, extremely excited. I think they'll have a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Is that Ro- the pay per view? What's the pay per view? Oh, um, Rebellion. No, I think is so. A, is that a thing? Rebellion. <laughs> I'm, is a, I'm getting the all the names. Rebellion. Rebellion. I, I, yeah. God, I'm watching so many promotions. I'm I getting know. all the names of their shows mixed up. It's hard yeah. to keep them all straight. <laughs> Yeah, going crazy, man. <laughs> um, but this goes back to the compliments we've given Impact on how they handle their women's division. Because we remarked that Decay has kind of been out of the main picture for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay. But notice they didn't keep it that way, right? So now they right. got through uh, their last big show. And so now they bring Decay back and put them in the spotlight again so that they're not out of the spotlight for too long. It would be wonderful if WWE and AEW could do the same thing. Yes. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, no, wonderful use here. And like I say, in Decay, they've been present almost every week in some form. Or at least so, every other week. Yeah. yeah. So they've kept them on TV, but not involved in any main program. And now, boom, you have Rosemary, who, former champion, very credible as a challenger for the champion. Um, and again, will help build Tasha's profile. I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for down the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would, if Rosemary won, I would not complain because I love Rosemary and her right. being champion again. I'm not against that, but it just, again, logically doesn't make sense at this point. Booking. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Um, you'd be showing like a kind of complete lack of faith in Tasha. If you're yes. Yes. Um, but let's move on to who Tasha took that belt from. And that's Mickey James and Mickey and her husband, Nick Aldis, teaming up against Chelsea Green and Matt Cardona and Mickey and Nick Wynn. I was surprised. I was too. I was like, mm, okay. I thought they might, you know, prolong this a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it felt like a blow off. Yeah. This is crazy. Maybe it's just a blow off between like the mixed tags. And now they can go on and kind of do their single stuff. Nick and Matt in NWA and Mickey and Chelsea in Impact, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Um, it didn't go very long either. It was just over eight minutes. I, like yeah. I expected like a 15 minute knockdown drag out like, kinda, huge thing. Yeah, something you hang your main event on. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it was early in the show too. It was like the yeah. second or third match. Yeah, I was kind of I was surprised by the presentation of this match. It was good while it lasted. I'm not complaining about what we had. I just thought we would have a little more. Yeah. Yeah. But the influence also retained their championships as we predicted they would. And um, now we know why the inspiration wasn't in the match. Because Peyton, Peyton, Cassie. Cassie. is uh dealing with some sort of inner injury. injury she was not in the battle royal that they had that uh rosemary won and so it 
I don't know. I don't think it's major because we're not really hearing anything about it, but it's enough to that she wasn't medically cleared. So that would explain why they weren't yeah. in this match. And it could be one of those things you're being, you know, they're being cautious, mm-hmm. cautious with top talent. Um, Cause you don't want something that can heal in a week or two. And you go and say, Oh, I can still perform with this. And then turns into something that oh, you're out for five months. So mm-hmm. right. Right. So yes. Good precaution there. Um, yeah. uh, we also had Taya Valkyrie returning to impact. Yeah. Uh, so um, Diana Perazzo mm-hmm. uh, successfully defended the Rena de Reina's champion against uh, Fabi Apache from AAA, who was her challenger at Multiverse of Matches. Fabi Apache is who Diana beat for that title. She is a multi-time Reina de Reina's champion. And then uh, after that match ended, here came Taya Valkyrie. The number one contender to the Reina de Reina's championship. <laughs> and they will be meeting at Rebellion, if Rebellion. that's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> right yeah. About that. yeah. Whatever the next Impact pay-per-view is, that's where they're going to be facing off. And uh, you kind of called it. Yeah. Um, I Like, I knew it was going to happen sooner or later because mm-hmm. several weeks ago, Taya won that number one contendership. It's like, okay, well, this is definitely going to happen. Yeah. And I assumed they were going to do it on Impact because why not? It's Taya mm-hmm. Valkyrie, um, who has so much history there already. Uh, just a perfect fit yeah. uh, and should be a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe the two of them are going to tear it down. Yeah. Um, uh, Jordan, Jordan Grace, by the way, came up short in her uh, ultimate X match. Yes. To win the uh, X division championship, uh, Chris Bay retaining that championship and, and an even shorter match. Oh, seven and a half minutes about kind of crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Um. Let's uh, switch over to some Ring of Honor talks. It's, uh, we don't get to do it that often as far as no. actual results anymore. Yeah. Uh, hopefully more going forward mm-hmm. as we find out more what's going on. But we had a match for the interim women's championship because, of course, Diana Prato was already previously booked. Uh, for so we need an interim champion. Multiverse of matches, but they oh wanted God. to represent that championship in some form on Supercard of Honor. So we got... Um, uh, Mercedes versus Willow. Uh, good match. It was great match. Great Excellent. match. Good enough that I was thinking, you know, if, if nothing really kills it later in the weekend, I would be happy to name this my match of the week. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It was the best I've seen out of Mercedes in a long time. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but Mercedes uh, picks up the victory here. She is now your interim Ring of Honor women's champion. Uh, i.e. number one contender number one contender so she'll be facing uh diana parazzo uh very soon i'm sure (laughs) yeah yeah um kind of innocent it's kind of because didn't this happen oh this happened before remember uh but it was the impact it was the knockouts championship because mercedes came in won that like tournament thing and it was like i have to wait for you to defend against this person and now she's done something similar yeah just to wait for diana to defend against taya first <laughs> yep yep so that's true uh, that's little, true uh cyclical storytelling and uh nuances there yeah um we did have another women's match ah on the pre-show i was very 
pleasantly surprised to see that they announced uh, AQA against Miranda Alizé. Hey! On Friday night. Nice. Um, and it was good. AQA getting the win, which makes me want to just like roll my eyes because <laughs> nothing against AQA, but Miranda is a well-seasoned top talent, former number one contender to the ring of honor women's championship. And AQA has wrestled like 10 times. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, here's what it was. Tony gave the win to his contracted talent. That's what it was. It's what he did with Mercedes. Mm-hmm. It's what he did with um, um, FTR. Yeah, which from a business standpoint, can't fault him for it. Yeah, I, certainly not on the title matches. I totally get that. Like if it's a non-title match, I mean, come on. Does it really matter? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, but I mean, I do see why he did it. Again, it may not have been the best yeah. choice, most popular, but I, I know. Just, I, I yeah. understand it. Yeah. Um, cause you know, with all everything that's gone with ring of honor, we still don't know what the talent contract situation is with those ring of honor talents. I some... Well, we know they were released from their contracts right. back in December. Yeah. Uh, but as far as who he has offered mm-hmm. to come be a part of the new ring of honor, right. Um, are any of those talents, you know, we know Gresham obviously has been because mm-hmm. he's, uh, been featured on um dynamite and aw te- on aw programming so mm-hmm. uh but everybody else uh, who knows yeah. about official contracts but still cool that again they had the super card of honor lots of crazy stuff happened during that show as well mm-hmm. um but uh, let's move to uh mission pro and yeah. uh, a weird finish yeah well before that we had um so (laughs) on impact masha slamovich oh i did jump over that has been uh just destroying everyone she comes in contact with in typically under a minute Mm -hmm. and then she gets to mission pro and loses to Lindsay snow in six and a half uh (laughs) i just found it an interesting booking choice (laughs) um i would have thought if I was Mission Pro, I would have capitalized on the momentum that Masha's getting from Impact mm-hmm. and kind of presented her, she didn't have to win in a minute, but presented her in a similar fashion and kind of emphasized, we've got an Impact star here. This is the same person you've been seeing on Impact. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I was surprised by that result. And I, I, I'm not sure it was the the best way to go with it. We had some other great matches. Um, Maddie Rinkowski and Roche Chanel defeating uh, Kylan King and Genocide. I love Maddie Rinkowski. She's got just so much charisma. Uh, I think she's going to be big somewhere at some point. Um, we had a six-person tag with um, uh, the Hex, Marty Bell, Allison Kay, and Lainey Luck losing to Jasmine Allure and the Renegade Twins. Um and that was pretty good. That one went over 14. Uh, that was a solid, solid match. But then we had our main event, Thunder Rosa against Trisha Dora. And I've been talking about Thunder Rosa and her in-ring performances on here before and how I, I want her to be as good as people say she is. But 
it just always seems to be something in like her big matches. And it was that way again here. Mm. It was at the end. I don't even know what she was going for, but she was going for some sort of kind of roll up thing that would have resulted in being in something similar to a sunset flip position. It would have been a little more complex than that, but for lack of a better description, it would have been similar to ending in a sunset flip position, but for whatever reason, and this happens, Trisha Dora didn't quite flip all the way onto her shoulders. And instead she was basically standing on her head in a head scissors type hold where okay. it was just her head was between Thunder Rose's legs and she was doing a headstand. The referee got down and started counting. <laughs> One, two, Trish, to her credit, Trisha Dora realized that she was not in the position she was supposed to be in. So she sold it as a submission and tapped. Because okay. it was supposed to be the finish, but she knew right. her shoulder thrown down. So she tapped. And I was like, oh, Trish saved it. And then the ring announcer said, here is your winner by pinfall Mm. Thunder Rosa. I'm like, what are you doing? You never announced that way. In no other match did they announce whether the winners won by pinfall or submission. Why would you do it in the one match that had a botched ending? Where that you need to cover. Yeah. And Trishadora did her part to cover what was going on. And then the ring announcer took it all away. So Thunder Rosa won the match. I don't know if she won by pin or submission or what, Um, but she won the main event. Yeah, it was, it was, I don't know what it was. It was confusing. That's what it was. Uh, Why would you announce that? Why would you announce that? Winner by pinfall. Does anyone, no one ever announces that. Yeah, not anymore. I mean, I'm just saying, here is your winner, so and so, unless it's disqualification. They'll they'll announce disqualification. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was it was overall it was a it was a good show. Um, But yeah, the the ending it it just does. I'm I'm waiting for a big Thunder Rosa match where something like that doesn't happen, where there's not something I can point to and say that should have been better. Mm. (sighs) I like her, but I got to be honest. Hey, oh, I've got, I got some honest things to share about uh, some matches we're talking about later. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so don't worry. Um, th- oh, I said this was the main event. It wasn't the main event though. Cause we had the title match. We had the title right. match where Holiday uh, was defending the mission pro championship against Lufisto. I had heard of Lufisto. I'd never seen Lufisto before. Um, and I mean, this was fine. Holiday successfully defends um it went pretty long too this one went 1704 um so they they give they give their talent time to uh tell their stories and have their matches um but yeah holly dead retains on wrestlemania weekend awesome it was lufisto's uh, first match in mission pro so i was like well okay win. yeah and like I said, I've, <laughs> I've heard of lufisto mm-hmm. on the independent scene and other places but hadn't actually seen yeah any matches yet yeah. um so from giving them time to tell their stories, let's go to the Cinderella tournament where time was much shorter <laughs> Man, all of these matches. Oh my God. How many, how many matches did we have? 16? 16. 16 matches. Good Lord. This was um, not a typical stardom show. 
by any stretch of the imagination. Right. And uh, we don't necessarily have to go through all of them. Um, if you want to do the uh, yeah, tournament we'll do, results, we'll do the at least the results, but we may not have to really right. throw a lot well, of thoughts in on some of these. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. I mean, overall thoughts are they did the best they could with the time that they had. They did yes. not have much time. Uh, most of the matches went around five minutes, give or take. It's um, not that they were bad. It's just they were short. They were short. Um, so we had uh, Unagi Sayaka advancing over Hina, Saki Kashima over Wakasukiyama, Micah over Hanan, Mirai over Mina Shirakawa. That was the second longest match at eight minutes, 19 seconds. Uh, Mayu Watani over Momokogo, Natsupoi over Starlight Kid. Uh, Utami, Hayashishita, and Tom Nakano went to a 10-minute draw. They're both out. Uh, um, Saya Kamatani, uh, this was a second-round match. So there were 15 first-round matches and then one second-round match. So Micah earlier advanced over Hanan, and then Saya Kamatani beat Micah. So Micah's out in the second round. Saya Kamatani's moving on. Okay. Um, Mai Sakurai over Lady C. Saya Ida over Arena. Koguma over Fukigan Death, and I don't know if you watched. Did you watch that one? I know you said I did. No, I did. I I did watch that one because I was. That was go Fukigan Death. (laughs) That was insanely entertaining. Yes, that match was so much fun. I was disappointed Um, that Kokigan lost. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I wasn't surprised, but I wouldn't have been shocked. She sometimes wins when you wouldn't think she was going to, but yeah, Koguma over Fukigan Death, Uh, Himeka over Rowaka. Hazuki over Miyu Amasaki. I'm not going to say I'm surprised by that, but I thought they would position Miyu to at least advance one yeah. round. So I was surprised that they they eliminated her so quickly. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mariah and Mina was not the second longest match. The second longest match was Julia advancing over Tekla at 8.54. Um, Loved every second of this. I, I would have predicted this one to be a draw. So I was surprised that they actually just gave us a winner. Yeah, um, I thought the match was great. Uh, mm-hmm. couple, that one uh, when Julia basically counters the uh, the the DDT finish of Tekla's that weird, um, almost like a sister Abigail. Yeah, into mm-hmm. that DDT, and she countered that into that back suplex, and whoo, mm-hmm. the way that mm-hmm. Tekla landed, I was like, ah, yeah. Ooh, but uh, I thought it was a great match. Julia picks up the win. Mm-hmm. I I absolutely love the camaraderie afterwards, the respect. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. love those. Those are those little things that really get me, especially when it's um, uh, wrestlers that I like. Yeah. Um, and and to see that, you know, the... If the wrestlers you don't like, you hate it and want them to break up. I'm just like, please stop. <laughs> yeah. No respect. Get out. <laughs> Hit her. Hit her. Hit her. But uh, I really like that. Uh and the embrace especially given something else that happens yeah a little bit later yeah. in the night that uh i turned off too soon and you informed me of yeah um you never turn it off too soon yeah man you never just, turn it off too soon go ahead yeah and talk about it, of course uh well before oh, before oh, that yeah. we had um momo versus azumi yes um and you know I was thinking this is going to be one of the big matches. Like <laughs> this is a huge rivalry going on yeah. right now. Um, it now it was great, but it was also three minutes and four seconds. Yeah, it wasn't long. This was very Azumi getting the win, but it was an intense three minutes and four seconds. The way I thought about this match, 
is I put it with One Two Three Kid versus Owen Hart in the 1994 King of the Ring as one of the best. Those are probably the two best sub five minute matches I've seen. That okay. one and then this one with Azumi and Momo because that even though it was only three minutes, I was surprised by that and a little mad yeah. by it. M- Momo had not lost since December. I thought Momo was winning for sure. Yeah. She hadn't lost since December and now she, she loses and she loses in three minutes. So that frustrated me, but there was lots going on. Like there were foreign objects. There weren't any rest holds in this match. This was nonstop for three minutes with interference and lots going on. She got caught in the Azumi sushi, uh, Azumi's roll up finisher. So, all right. It, it was the finisher at least. Um, so they told a believable story. And even though it was only three minutes, it was believable. So for an under five minute match, this was fantastic. As good as it's really going to get. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Then we had the final match of the show. Um, Shuri against her new recruit for her faction, her unit, which she has named God's Eye. It's a pretty freaking cool name. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it means exactly, but there it is. Um, Ami Saray. And uh, sure, he got the win. Uh, that gun it. This was the second longest match at nine, <laughs> nine minutes, 46 seconds. All right. So I've told you the four longest matches on the show. Um, yeah, this, I thought it was going to be a draw because we were like at 930 and there was no winner. And these were all 10 minute time limit matches. And hey, um, hold, one second. Hold on a second. Four, you are the numbers guy. Four I wasn't looking closely <laughs> enough. <laughs> I just wasn't looking. Um, but uh, yeah, so, you know, Ami Sore ta- uh, taps with 14 seconds left in the match. Um, almost like she was Sasha being booked by Vince. Uh, um, but after this, um, Shuri's kind of putting her over. And they have a visitor. Mariah comes out and uh, says she wants to join God's Eye and leave Donna Del Mondo. Traitor. <laughs> I, I was shocked by this. I was surprised. I, I knew people would be leaving Donna Del Mondo. I wouldn't have Shuri. picked her. No, because it's been Julia and Tecla and Mariah. Like, they've been the three. Yeah. Just they... <laughs> The two of them showed up in like the Momo mask thing. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what the thinking is here. I don't know that we'll ever get an explanation for it. Um, I know that uh, my Sakurai, who's also kind of part of that group, along with Mariah and Tekla and Julia, she kind of joined Julia's part of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is why I often look at stardom and say, is all of this predetermined like is this not real some of it because they showed a a picture on twitter of my sakurai with julia and they look to be like in a bathroom and my sakurai has her face in her hands and she's like crying over marai leaving and julia's like got her hand on her shoulder and is just trying to comfort her like julia seems cool and my sakurai is just bawling in a public restroom and that's the sort of thing that makes it feel real, yeah. you know, versus, you know, WWE having uh, Shayna Baszler run from Lily. Yeah. Huh. 
crazy, 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 crazy. Definitely but, not a typical stardom show. No, uh, you know the. I'm so used to having 15, 20 minute matches, like three of them per At show. At least one 20 minute draw. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, they they probably should have split this up into more than one show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but wow. Um, yeah. So crazy stuff in stardom. Looking forward. And the finals, April 29th. April 29th. So yep. not too far away, just a few yep. short weeks. Yep. Um, let's jump to our latest installment of NXT 2. Point. Oh my God! <laughs> you did it! I did it! I did it! I did it! I made it! I made it! I made it! Yeah! <laughs> um, and we're just going to kind of encompass because uh, a lot of stuff it, it, it relates to stuff. So we had stand and deliver, which kicks well off. said. <laughs> a yeah. lot of stuff relates to stuff. Yeah. Uh yes, very I'm 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 poised with all the words today. <laughs> As you can clearly tell. Uh but no, we kick off stand and deliver um on the pre-show with the women's tag title match that was thrown in at the last second we still have no idea what's going on and believe me by the time we're talking and done talking about this we're still not going to know why it happened um but you had uh raquel and dakota taking on toxic attraction and winning in in my opinion what was easily one of the worst matches of the weekend oh really yes i mean i i it didn't stand out as anything great to me but i didn't hate it I I just didn't I didn't like it at all. Dakota Kai was the only shining spot of this match. Um, I thought JC Jane uh, did not perform well. Gigi Dolan was kind of just you know serviceable at best, and Raquel had her hot tag moment, but outside of that, wasn't anything special. And these are people that I think Gigi Dolan is uh very good in the ring i think jc jane is still green and still learning she's probably the least experienced of the four it feels um raquel is you know good bordering on great uh for her size and her the way she the way that she wrestles and dakota kai is great she is awesome she really showed in this match at least um how skilled she really is because she basically carried the whole thing um now it ends with raquel and dakota winning uh we so have what, what stood out to you is like being bad like do you have uh, any examples uh there was it was timing issues like slow-mo uh into segments where you know it just didn't feel it felt like moves were being done at half speed to compensate for kind of being lost Mm, and that's, okay. that's that's a lot of the uh, maybe i just didn't notice maybe i looked away or something um yeah. but that's just what i got out of it um but uh Wendy chu comes down ends up throwing water uh her drink in uh, i think it was Gigi's face or jc jane's i can't remember but basically caused the distraction enough for um raquel and dakota to get the win yeah um raquel off that one-handed kind of power bomb choke slam mm-hmm that looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so new women's tag team champions. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. They got, they, they brought them back together. They got plans for them. It's going to be great. Then we get to Tuesday. <laughs> we get to 
the, the regular show. We get a rematch, even though I distinctly remember at least a couple of years ago, rematch clauses were done away with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, they forgot about that a long time ago. But we get the immediate rematch. And, and you're getting rematches on Raw even when you lose the championship contenders match. Yeah. And this was better, I felt, than the one that we saw on Saturday. Um, but very much the same match because once again, Wendy Chu comes down to ringside in the, when you think about traditionally in the heel spot, <laughs> she's coming down to cause a distraction, but not because anyone else has done it. She's the initial person doing it. Yeah, but she's um, doing it to the heels. Yeah, she's doing it to the heels. Right. Um, but typically in this spot, it's because the heels have had someone else help them, and then the, the face comes down to even the odds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in the then, presentation, though, I think, because, uh, you know, toxic attraction have been so strong as heels. Yes. That it, it, it almost doesn't matter. It's like just sticking it to these... A-holes. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that yeah. how they how they played it out. And then Mandy Rose stops her this time. Right. Um, which again, I say in a typically in the past, the roles are reversed. That usually mm-hmm. the heels have someone come down and a face person comes down and saves it, and that turns the match. This they played exactly opposite and winners and new NXT women's tag team champions, toxic attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, but I do like that they played, uh, off of, uh, the injuries, like with, uh, Raquel's like leg and everything. They, they, they kind of played to that story. Um, so they had good notes. They had better notes in this one. I felt than the one on Saturday, mm-hmm. but again, this is all thrown together. Did we just switch the title? So on Saturday we could have that feel good moment. Well, it, it looked to me like it was done to set up a program with Dakota and Mandy. Because yeah, later, that's, that's the other thing we're getting out yeah. of this, of course. And just to, I guess, to backtrack a little bit, there was the fatal four way at Stand and Deliver. Mandy did end up retaining. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your thoughts on that match? What do you think? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, um, no, I like the match. I like the yeah, match. Yeah. Um, I really, I, I wanted Cora Jade to win, but. I'm glad that she didn't take the fall. Right. So she was protected for a future title program, which yes. she does finally get the one-on-one chance. I was expecting Io Shirai to maybe show up on Raw. And I think we might still get that at some she point. She could be SmackDown. There are, and there's also rumblings uh, of uh, other talent being called up as is normal after WrestleMania yeah. season, you know, we get to see some people transition. I thought for sure Braun Breaker might be headed there with how yeah. things are happening with him, but that kind of got a one eighty. Yeah. Um, but uh, LA Knight I'm hearing, mm-hmm. which I kind of was thinking would happen. Um, Raquel also one that a lot of people seem to think is pretty much uh, a definite as far as the backstage rumblings go. Well, it looks like the, the tag team with Dakota is not permanent. If Dakota's maybe getting a singles program, yeah, then she could always have Raquel in her corner for it, but that's true. Um, but then, you know, there's the <clears throat> question marks like with Io Shirai, who has been in NXT for a good while, has dominated long time. Mm-hmm. and is perfect for the main roster. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And of course, 
This could also be, and I, well, and I, there's twofold. I would love it, but I would also be like, okay, this is not, this is not good stereotyping is if they bring her up and put her with Oscar. Yeah. Which I wouldn't hate. That's a hell of a team. That, that's one of those things where I leave it up to them, them being yeah. like EO and Oscar. Like if, if they, they want to do, do it all. For yeah. It. Because it, it's, it, we've talked about this sort of thing before. It's a different perspective. Like some people might see it as stereotyping, but others might see it as, Hey, like we share a culture, like we have a lot in common. Why wouldn't we be a team? So if they're comfortable with it, do it. If they don't want to do it, don't do it. Like for me, like if it was their idea, like, Hey, mm-hmm. EO Shirai is getting called up. Ooh, let's bolster that tag team division. I'd love to work with EO. We could be partners. Mm-hmm. You know, if like, that's the, what happens, that's great. But if it's, you know, creative sitting there saying, Hey, you're getting called up, you're going to be a tag team and you're going to be like sky pirates 2.0, you know, mm-hmm. or Kabuki yeah. warriors 2.0. Then it's like, okay, that this pulls on a few strings that I'm not thrilled about. I wish Although, they had done Kyrie and EO. Yeah. They actually had a history as a tag team in stardom. Yes, that would have been cool. But uh, hopefully uh, we can get EO in the main roster. Again, SmackDown, perfect fit would be great over there. Although, again, I'm not opposed to her and Asuka being a tag team. I'm mm-hmm. not. Especially if you're going to finally take those championships seriously, mm-hmm. then let's get some teams to do it. Yeah. But anyway, as we jump back, uh, Dakota Kai, who again, would love to see her on the main roster as well, but she's going to be in this, this program with Mandy, it seems. Um, maybe even could be Dakota's time to shine. Could be. Could be. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are going to get that coming up, but let's jump. Let's go. Let, let's talk WrestleMania. Let's talk about Mania. This, oh man, what a weekend. What a weekend. Let's start with Charlotte and um, Ronda Rousey. And we both, you know, talked about, you know, I think we both picked Ronda, but we were very uneasy about it. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why, because we were like, we yeah. could totally see this being Ronda not winning. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, and this match, uh, I wasn't as into this one. It's not that it was a bad match. Um, I want to preface that, but as we, we were texting and we're going to talk about it coming up next, but the match between Bianca and Becky like was just so good. Mm-hmm. I was riding that high still when we got to mm-hmm. this one. And I think that made that detracted for me in my enjoyment of this. Yeah. But like you're saying, the very, you know, the last like couple minutes are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They really stood out. And when I, upon reflection, it's like this match was just really, uh, it was like, you know, not polished. It was, you know, a lot of groundwork, a lot of submission work, and just, you know, tear at each other, fight kind of feel rather than, you know, the, the ballet of a uh, technical uh, wrestling match, Mm -hmm. but still enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I I liked it. It wasn't as good as their survivor series match from 2018. Um, That, that match just had so much emotion and intensity to it. Um, 
that one really felt like Charlotte thought Rhonda was invading her territory and wanted to get her out. And this one didn't have that same emotion. And so I think that's where it fell short for me. Um, like you said, it was good. It mm-hmm. wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, but it was still very good. Yes. Um, and, you know, I said, I didn't think they were going to just bring Rhonda back and repeat the same story and they're not. So where we go from here, I still think at some point Rhonda's going to win that title. I think this is, I think this is that perfect use of WrestleMania backlash. Yeah. You get the high profile profile match at mania, but you don't give us the predictable ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to drag it out another month. And then you also get to have it happen on a pay-per-view where it doesn't have to take a back seat mm-hmm. yeah. to other big moments that are going on. Could um, even main event. Could even be the main event of WrestleMania backlash. Yes. Um, and given that stories have come out that Rhonda was not best pleased to not be the main event. That's what they say. But she says that, um, she didn't have any problem with it at all and that she was going because there was something going on with her daughter and that's why she ah yeah gotta love internet reporting (laughs) yeah um but yeah so yeah she she tweeted out she was happy uh to see stone cold steve austin in the main event and that she left because she had a a daughter that a, a baby that I needed her attention or something. I don't yeah. remember her exact wording. There's something like that. As a parent, I can completely understand with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so good match. Um, could have been better, but yeah. still good. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Bianca and Becky. Yes. Uh, top to bottom. This was incredible. The video package for Becky that was like the MCU it mm-hmm. had MCU uh, overtones. It was just great with the way she's changed her look and the reveal mm-hmm. and bam. And then the entrance with the, with the car and her new look, mm-hmm. uh, which looked very um, heavily inspired. You could say from Lilu from the fifth element to um, I can't remember the character's name, but from Blade Runner, uh, mm-hmm. like I think it was Daryl Hannah's character, from Joan Jett. Joan Jett. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it was fantastic. I love this look on Becky. Um, and then the intro from Bianca with the band, which I thought mm-hmm. was totally dope. I loved every second of it. And then her attire, which kind of looked like the uh, like the band conductor. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just looked really great. And then what a hell of a match. Instant These classic. Had. Instant classic. And I, I, I tell you what, they, they had me. And again, we talk about long-term st- storytelling. And this is one that it's had its ups and downs. between Started with a big down. <laughs> um, yeah. When you look at that, because it took away, you know, bianca's title plus in such short a time but when you now wrap it into everything the way it gripped you at the beginning of this match Mm -hmm. because she hits that manhandle slam after right everything and for a second you're like they wouldn't i know yeah and you're like one 
to oh my god oh she, she kicks out and you're like oh goodness. yes can you imagine though i know and i, I would have been and i wouldn't and again because of what wwe has given us and the way that they do some of their writing wouldn't have surprised me one bit right. other, you know after the fact but um that they would have the gall to do that but they I, don't they give us that tease they pull us in so quick and then mm-hmm. you are immediately invested Yep. Um, they gave you the heat spot at the top of the of the match mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just kept the pedal on the metal. And both of them had a phenomenal match on both sides. Um, and again, instant classic for me, easily the match of the weekend. Oh, yes. Um, definitely a strong contender for match of the year. Oh, yeah. Um just amazing absolutely yeah. amazing yeah uh and just you know doing things we hadn't seen before um not just moves i mean we had some of that too bianca doing the 450 from the second rope mm-hmm. that's much more impressive than from the top rope yes it's so much harder to do and it makes more sense because it's less risk to you mm-hmm so, because you're not falling as far. So, I mean, little things like that where, you know, they're finding ways to do cool things without stretching the believability of what we're watching. And that's what makes someone great at this whole wrestling thing is yeah. surprising us and doing exciting things without making it look phony. And they did that. And they, like you said, they had us. They hooked us from the beginning and they took us on a ride and we weren't sure which way it was going to go. Oh yeah. Even down to the very end, I was like, Becky might pull this out. They mm-hmm. might still have Becky win. Yeah. Um, and we had discussed that, you know, she, that was our pick that she was yeah. probably going to leave with the belt one way or the other. Um, but it I was loved, a tough pick. Yes. A very tough. It was not an easy one to come by. Right. Uh, but like the backflip counter out of the manhandle at the end into the KOD was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah um it was just it was it was note perfect it was amazing it was and amazing. she didn't use her hair yeah. as a whip she didn't have to she doesn't have to do that every time because then it gets predictable and it loses its specialness mm-hmm. and so she knows that she's smart enough to know that so she doesn't have to get her shit in like they say every single time she does it when it makes the most sense and um she didn't need it so she didn't do it and i love that i love that you you don't go into WrestleMania now saying, well, we know Bianca's going to use her hair. Let's check that out. Take a drink, right? Take a shot every time Bianca uses her hair. Well, you know, you may be as sober as you've ever been because she she's going to tell the story that you don't see coming, but it's going to make sense. And that's why I love Bianca. I ordered a Bianca shirt. I was so excited. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um then uh, that was that was on night one of WrestleMania. It's uh, called WrestleMania Saturday, Tim. Get it right. Oh, excuse me. WrestleMania Saturday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then WrestleMania Sunday. There you go. There you go. Gave us the fatal four-way for the women's tag team championships. Teams were Sasha and Naomi, uh, Liv and Rhea. Shayna and Natalia, and of course the champions in Queen Zelina and Carmella. And this match was it delivered. It was good. It was, this great. was a good match. Um, it wasn't Bianca Becky, but I thought it was better than Charlotte Ronda. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'll agree with that. I'll, I'll give you that. And history making. Yes. Yes. Sasha beats the streak. Her streak is over. She has she had an inverse Undertaker streak. Yeah. A losing streak <laughs> at Mania that she has finally overcome. And her and Naomi are your new women's tag team champions. Loved it. Yes. And that this is great, great moment for Sasha. Yep. Loved it. Again, you we can see were, the emotion on her face. And uh so happy that she can get that monkey off of her back. Yeah. Um although one scenario I did win, I kind of read that I, I kind of really liked and would not have been upset with was like, what if, you know, they don't end up winning. And then, you know, Sasha turns on Naomi on SmackDown and we get the return of just heal Sasha. Yeah. Uh, and it becomes part of her storyline. It's like, fine, I'm going to be who I have to be. I'm going to get my win at Mania next year. And yeah, you know, you do a program I, like that. And that's all well and good, but you know, are they really going to follow through on that? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, even um, if they started it, they'd probably change their minds before they got there and then not give us the finish. So I, I wanted her to get her win while she could. And she does, and it's great. And she does. Um, uh, interesting to see where we're going to go from here, especially, again, rumored NXT call-ups. Um, you've got uh, Liv and Rhea. Uh, of course, we're gonna let's just jump into Raw a little bit because it does bleed over here. Uh, Rhea and Liv had a shot at those tag titles or they had a championship contender excuse me a championship contenders match yes um which they end up losing Mm -hmm. um and we get Rhea being a little frustrated walking away from Liv Mm -hmm. Uh, but then later we get a little backstage thing uh where Liv's like you know what happened you know what's going on and She's like, look, I went and talked to Pierce and everything. He's agreed to give us uh, basically a rematch, a shot next week. This time for the titles. This time for the titles. Makes no sense. Nope. Uh, they're going to lose anyway. Because mm-hmm. I believe this is going to be the split. Rhea's going to turn heel mm-hmm. on Liv. And she is going to join this new brood of edges mm-hmm. with Damian Priest. That's mm-hmm. my prediction. Okay. Um, wouldn't be surprised if champa ends up in that little uh, program yeah. as well uh speaking of nxt people that will probably be showing up on the main roster at some point mm-hmm. um but yeah so i think this is going to be a split which i i really hate because i like these two together oh yeah they're a lot of fun i like Rhea and live together uh i'd like for them to stay together because mm-hmm. uh, again i'd love for them to bolster the women's tag team division and actually make those titles important yeah instead of an afterthought and like if you do have eo and oscar together and then you've got Rhea and live sasha naomi um even shane and natalia you know there's plenty of teams to go around here and you mm-hmm. can mix and match on some of them and because i mean we got carmella and, and queen Zelina splitting of course yep they were supposed to take on Shayna and natalia in a match that no one was looking forward to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah except two, for Corey two Graves. heel teams yeah first of like, all. why yeah. does anyone care unless Shayna just destroys the other three yeah but <laughs> Shayna I, and natalia didn't even we didn't even see them we didn't even see them they probably weren't even at the arena. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Because they knew what they were going to do, <laughs> um, which is kind of crazy. So uh, who is the heel and the face in this split? Who are we yeah, meant to care for? Anybody? A good question. I mean, it's got to, Zelina's got to be the face. Nobody can like Carmella with all this crap she and Corey are spitting yeah. all the time. <laughs> Nobody, who can, who can take that? Yeah, oh. I, I agree. I, I think, yeah, yeah it's got to be. And something you didn't put on here, but I, and again, this is my prediction and what I got out of it. I think Bianca's promo on Raw is the slow start to her heel turn. <laughs> You've got to give it up. It's not happening. No way. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that promo had heel overtones, man. I'm telling you, I'm not saying it's it, going to happen next week, but I'm guaranteeing I, by the time we get to SummerSlam, she's a heel. It had wheel spinning overtones. Like we don't know what we're going to do with Bianca and we don't know what we're going to do with Roman. So we'll just put them on TV and they can talk about how they won. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's going to be heel. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I, I say no way. By SummerSlam. No way. I bet not you. Um. I bet you uh, dinner from that pizzeria we like it, uh, in your in your town. You're on. I bet you dinner. Anyway, want to come down for SummerSlam? By then we'll know if it's true. Yep, or not. yep. We'll know who's who's buying. Who's buying? <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's pretty much all we had uh, on our, our run sheet. Anything we didn't cover that you want to throw out there? I don't weekend? think so. Uh, let's do our. May Young, give them a hand awards. Thank you so much. And let's uh, let's start with let's start with match. I mean, duh. I mean, Bianca, come on. We know Bianca and Becky. With this. It's Bianca yeah. and Becky. Absolutely, nothing else even competed for it. Hands yeah. down. Um, who do you think your 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 wrestler who had the the best moment of this past week? Uh, several several choices here but i'm going with sasha because she finally overcame that that streak i mean that i was more concerned about just getting the wrestlemania win than i was about winning another title it wasn't about the title to me i wanted her to get a wrestlemania win that's what was important to me and i i think it was more important than the titles for for sasha i think it was oh yeah and and yeah so sasha um i'm gonna go with bianca yeah this is this is i mean yeah. I under, and Sa- sasha is very close i mean it's it's close yeah. i understand why it's your number one sasha's your girl i get it yeah. um but yeah bianca after again that kind of on again off again slow storytelling that again started on a bad note wrapped yeah. in and tied into a good one and she she does get to overcome and become champion and then start her eventual run into the heel that we know she can be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah but no, we Bianca, know she can be, Bianca, <laughs> but she won't be. Bianca uh, gets that nod from me. All right. Uh, your favorite moments. Uh, it, it's, it's gotta be Kaguma and Fukigan death. Um, Kaguma's in the, in the corner and uh Fukigan death charges in, gets a boot to the face. So she does her routine again. Yeah. And then charges, gets another boot to the face. Says, I've had it with this. Goes over, takes the referee by the hand. Irish whips him towards Kaguma. He reverses it. She catches another boot to the face. (laughs) 
That was a fun sequence. That was yeah, really a fun sequence. yeah. Fuki Death is just the, she's the best comedy wrestler on the planet. Fuki Death. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with um, uh, again after the match with Tekla and and, and Julia. I, mm. I I love those little shows of respect when you get those moments. And I thought yeah. that was really good. Yeah. Um, because again, something that stardom does very well is you get to see that emotion and it seemed, you know, they're both very emotional. Yeah. After that. And I thought it was really good sportsmanship. Um, now for our closing segment, our little lightning round. Uh, some of the, I mean, it was WrestleMania weekend. It was amazing. Uh, you even said you think this is your favorite mania ever. I think so. Yep. Think so. Yep. Um, oh, it's up there. It's up there. I really, really did enjoy it. Uh, our if friend average like all the parts together i think it would have the highest average like if you rated every segment one to ten not everything would be you know eight or above but right not everything from any wrestlemania would be eight or above i think this one would have a higher average than any other wrestlemania what were your three favorite moments from mania weekend that didn't involve the women's wrestlers um i <laughs> loved Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. Outstanding. Oh my God. How entertaining was that match? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, that was just, yeah. Um, It was was incredible. mm -hmm. Um, Uh, Go ahead. I was going to say, number three for me, I'll say, I was extremely impressed with Logan Paul. Yeah, I don't like Logan Paul. <laughs> right, right, right. But as far as seeing a guy who obviously is a fan mm-hmm, and who mm-hmm. took it seriously, yeah, and uh, that I thought that was a great match between the Mysterios and Paul and Miz. And then I, I called, you know, Miz and Paul winning. And a turn happening, I just thought it was going to be Dominic on Ray. Yeah. <laughs> it ends up being Miz on Logan Paul. And then Miz, at least to that crowd, became the biggest baby face of the company. I know. I, I, I saw a report, and who knows if it's true, but <laughs> what this report said is that the reason they did that turn is because Logan Paul wanted to go out as a baby face. And I'm like, well, if that's true, man, he learned something about how people see him, didn't he? Yeah, and there's also some rumors floating around that he may stick around and do some more at some point. Uh, oh, which that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I would like maybe a, a, a SummerSlam match, him and Miz. Yeah. That'd be, you that'd could be see a little bit of the inexperience in the way he executed some of the moves. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't do poorly with it, but like he would hold on to things a little longer than he should have, like yeah. after landing something. But what he really excelled at was antagonizing the audience. Yes. He didn't go over the top with it. He was he was he, like he the was three so, amigos and then yeah. the frogs and the whole the, the shimmy the the oh, yeah the shimmy oh, before oh. the frog splash like that was the good stuff yeah um, because he didn't go he wasn't over the top with it like uh, he he knew how to just be just a jerk enough mm-hmm. to get that reaction uh, yeah he did a great job number two. You know, I'm not even a fan, but the Cody return. Amazing. I, yeah, it was like, absolutely. I, I, I don't, I don't hate Cody, but I'm not like a Cody guy either. Like, yeah, I think he's all right. Um, but it was just the, that response and coming up from under the stage 
getting the Cody, getting the AEW indie scene Cody entrance. Yeah. Getting to be the American nightmare. Mm -hmm. Um, and have that music come out to, I think it's called legendary. I think is the name of the song. Okay. Um, but that whole presentation, one of the loudest pops I have ever heard. Yeah. And part of that's cause they're in a dome. So it's going to be a lot louder than you think they're mm-hmm. at, at the, the Dallas, like Superdome, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, just amazing. And, and they had a great match. They did. I mean, yeah, for for a guy who's been gone for six years and to come in and even though we know that they, you know, go over stuff and practice and stuff like that, but still it's a guy he hasn't wrestled uh, for a very long time, probably. I know they wrestled before at some point. Yeah. Um, Um, I remember, remember Cody and uh, Gold Dust uh, beat the shield for the tag time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So they've had, they'd had interactions (laughs) before. Uh, but they complimented each other very, very well and speaks to Seth Rollins uh, credit being a really, really good hand in the ring, better mm-hmm. than some people give him credit for because of some of the injury scare things from the past. Yeah. Thinking oh, that hasn't dangerous. happened in so long, though. Yeah, I think he's put that to bed, hopefully. Yeah, um, yeah and I thought this was fantastic. I loved every say I marked out like crazy. Goosebumps. Yeah. I literally had yeah. goosebumps. Um, they needed a moment like this. Yes. WWE needed something like this. Um, yeah. So, and it's good for everyone. Yeah. It's good for AEW. Mm-hmm. Because, and- I mean, this will create more excitement around WWE. And so people are going to tune into AEW to see what AEW is going to do to respond. And it's that we need this back and forth. It can't be just a mass exodus from one to the other. Like, that's not exciting. No. It gets exciting when they start jumping back and forth. Yes. And this and this is why I know, well, I won't say I know because it is WWE, but why I believe that they're not going to screw this up. Because they know this is the first big get Mm-hmm. From AEW coming to WWE. If you screw this up and he's mid-carding in mm-hmm. two months' time, why is anybody else going to come over to your promotion just to be misused? Yeah. It's not only the first big get. There really couldn't be a bigger get. Yeah, this is the big... I mean, you start... I mean, the only things that could rival this is maybe Omega. Maybe, yeah. If you'd have pulled Omega away from AEW, that would be about the only... and Or the Young Bucks, just because of how much they mean AEW. But I think Cody for WWE is bigger because the WWE fans who don't watch AEW still have a connection to him. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Um, and I think he'll be the one to take the WWE championship off of Roman. I don't know who else. I mean, they could still do Drew, but. Well, like, that's why I say the WWE championship and not, not the universe. Oh, you think they'll split them again? I yeah. think they're going to get split again. Um I half thought that Roman might come out Monday and be like, I told you I didn't care about this title because it's not the uh, universal one and mm-hmm. vacate it. And they could hold a tournament. Cody could win. Boom. Mm-hmm. But I, I now, if he's going to keep it, I think Cody, much like how Christian took that first belt off of Omega. Right. I think this is going to be a similar play out here where Cody takes that first belt off of Roman mm-hmm. and then Roman loses the other one inexplicably to the rock at WrestleMania. (laughs) (laughs) So the rock can turn around and lose it to somebody in 30 days. (laughs) Right. Yep. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'll say that was my number two as well. It was mm-hmm. just amazing. Uh, number one, I'm gonna bet we're synonymous on this. It's got to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what, the guy that reported the rumors like a month ago that yeah. <laughs> Owens was going to wrestle Austin and McMahon was going to wrestle Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> that guy is an inside guy for sure. <laughs> yeah. Really enjoyed uh, uh, McAfee. McAfee's amazing. I yeah. love Pat McAfee. Um his yeah. he is and i mean he's an athlete obviously he's a pro mm-hmm. he's a pro football player but he's also always loved wrestling and yeah. good for him to get this moment gets the win on austin theory inexplicably <laughs> gets challenged by mcmahon and we get an actual well we get a match <laughs> we get an official match we get an official match it wasn't much of a match because again right. man's like a hundred yeah <laughs> but Still, the guy got in the ring. He's still jacked as all hell, <laughs> even though he's yeah. an old man now. Good Lord. The man still hits the gym probably two, three times a day. Um, and, and boy, can he take a stunner. <laughs> of course, he gets the win because of help from Austin Theory over McAfee. But then Austin comes out and, uh, yeah, still the worst stunner in the business. <laughs> as far as taking it is mr mcmahon he's taken Uh, the two worst stunners in wrestling history in wrestling history uh and even austin was laughing himself silly after it (laughs) happened you hear that i sneezed bless you (laughs) thank Um, you (laughs) it was just a great moment uh and mcafee got to take a stunner uh which i know he loved (laughs) of course yeah but then kevin owens coming out and we sit there and we criticized this being the final segment, as we yeah. thought originally, of the show, um, and not a championship match. And you know, Austin comes down, and the crowd is loving it. You know, goes back, he gets the the four wheeler and drives it down. It's all classic Austin. It's great. Texas is going nuts, and he gets in, and they start <laughs> talking. And- That's their default position. To be fair. <laughs> you're not wrong um (laughs) and then owens you know kind of goes into his his ko show spiel but then he says you know what i kind of lied i got you here under false pretenses because i don't want to do an interview show i want to fight not just any fight i want a no holds barred match against you steve austin and before you can blink here comes a ref stone cold (laughs) says yes and we have stone cold in the main event match at wrestlemania 19 years later and you would think okay this might just be your typical you know clothesline stunner yeah that's what shane and i I thought he was basically going to stunner him right away and get the win yeah it's going to be like 10 seconds this is not Mm -hmm. it's going to be the shortest match on mania weekend but no we got a full-blown match. Yeah. Um, I mean, they 13 went... minutes, 55 yeah. seconds. Yeah. Austin took a suplex on the outside. Yeah. To the concrete. To the concrete. Not, not the mat. It was in. It was where the crowd was. Yeah. Uh, and it looked great. He looked mm-hmm. great. Yep. And he gets the win after a stunner. Uh, and, of course, Drinks Beer brings his brother into the ring. Feel-good moment. And it's like I thought wow. he was gonna stun him. I was like, stun him, do it. 
That would be great. <laughs> Do it. Stun him. <laughs> um, but just an awesome way to close night one. And and then you know, I texted you and I was like, you know, given what has happened, I'm more okay with it now. I'm totally okay with it. And, yeah. and you know, it doesn't bother me as much that it wasn't a title match because what a moment for Stone Cold. But again, you look at what he did and you're like, is this his last match? I, I hope so. For um, the moment. For the, oh, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying he's going to, you know, turn around and come back next week, but, you know, seeing what we've seen Sting be able to do mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and put on some great performances in matches spaced out in, in a way in AEW is great. But there's that Saudi money. There is. I feel like, I mean, in, in his, when he was accepting the match, he made a comment that tells me he, appreciates the symmetry mm-hmm. to, to this whole thing. I had my first match here in Dallas. That's true. I can have my last match here, here in Dallas. Dallas. Um, and I think he wanted a last match under his own terms. Yeah. And, and Austin is the kind of guy who's old school and, uh, and has such respect for the business. Kind of, I would say kind of like Shawn Michaels because Shawn Michaels did kind of break that, you know, once I'm retired, I'm not coming back for the Saudi Arabia. And we saw what a mm-hmm. disaster that was. Yeah. Um, but I still don't fault him for it because it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But uh, Austin's that type of guy that I think, you know, if he says, hey, you know, this is it. It it is. It, mm-hmm. It's it. He's retired. Yeah. He knows that he gets a great moment. Again, like you say, the symmetry first and last matches in Texas. Just amazing. Dallas specifically, same Dallas city. specifically, yeah. And yeah. you know, you got to come out again in that that feel good spot on night two for the McAfee and McMahon thing. Also, just kind of dovetailing over the weekend, how awesome it was to have Stone Cold back. Yeah, like, Shane called it. By the way, Shane called Austin coming out at the end of the McAfee thing. I kind of figured he was going to once McMahon yeah. agreed to the match. I thought he might come out cost McMahon the match. Yeah. Yeah, if I if I could have changed one thing, it would have been Vince winning that match. Mm. Um, but it doesn't really matter that much. It's not like McAfee's a full time talent or anything. So it's yeah, like, and, and Vince gets to say, you know, my last match I, uh, that I ever had was a win. Yeah, if it's his last match, who knows what crazy events, man? Because he needs to be able to say that his career's got nothing else that uh, he can talk we, about. And we can all thank God that when the lights went out. And Seth Rollins is in the ring. Here comes the money. Didn't play. <laughs> right. Yes. But no, yes. WrestleMania was fantastic. Oh, and just a real quick, I love the nod to Big E. I hate that their match got moved and then shortened to like, what, a minute and a half, two minutes? Yeah, something it was like short. That, crazy. Yeah. But I love that um, Kofi and Xavier came out in the the doublets like the singlet mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know what biggie would wear the whole and right. even did the take the the straps down spot in the limited time they had i thought that was a great nod yeah uh, for their for their uh for biggie who obviously couldn't be there because of injury uh, yeah yeah but yeah fantastic weekend wrestlemania was a blast yeah uh one of the best ever for me it's i'm still trying i'm in my mind i'm still playing back and forth wrestlemania 30 and this one WrestleMania oh, 30. 30 is your other one. Okay. 30 is up there for me too. Yeah. And it's like, mm, it's like, oh, it, it's tough. It's a yeah. tough call. Um, but fantastic. Uh, yeah. Loved every bit of it, even though I had to watch a little bit of it delayed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On yeah. night two. 
But yeah, that's our show. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed all that crazy wrestling that we got to experience this past week. Um, of course, it's going to be just more and more coming because it never stops. Oh, and there's Alexa Bliss's pop staring at me again and telling me, end the show. <laughs> but talk forever. No, but hey, if you want to give us your thoughts, please do email us at poswrestlecast at gmail.com. Reach out on Twitter. We're at plus wrestlecast. That's P O U S. Uh, you can find me at Timothy K. You can find Steven at Bizarro Doom. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for Positively Wrestling and even look us up on TikTok as well. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the wrestling. Who knows who might show up on SmackDown tonight? Could be somebody. Alexa, Alexa, Bailey, Asuka, please. Uh, another name uh, being thrown out there is, is reported that she is supposed to be at least backstage at uh, SmackDown is, um, and I'm going to forget her name. Uh, Aaliyah? No. <laughs> <laughs> what lacey evans lacey evans oh right yeah that's her return is imminent as well so uh yeah maybe we'll get some big surprises we'll have to wait and see uh but yeah that's it for us have a great weekend take us out my friend the evil is mine matane